0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's the Garcia Diaries!
1: Welcome to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia. You might know me as the Garcia Diaries on Instagram.
0: What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia. Every week, we deep dive real life, marriage, parenthood, sex, pop culture, and anything else in between.
1: Let's get started.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in. And- the Garcia Diaries herself is back from
1: what's uh, up guys I'm back from the dead
0: (laughs) she has risen
1: I have risen (laughs) and I'm here to tell the tale
0: she has risen she's excited to pod she's she tried to go last week she just couldn't so
1: well I was ready to podcast last week and then when we were gonna like I was like okay let's do it right now and then I was like oh my god I have to lay down and then I ended up falling asleep for like 10 hours so yeah thanks for holding it down babe
0: right so we're back the dynamic duo you and I a lot of people said they liked the episode last week but they're like we just miss Bethany like we would love it if you branched off and started maybe something else with your friends just so we can get that perspective but we missed Bethany I miss Bethany as well people
1: were saying that they were messaging me saying that that episode reminded them of like, they were like, it feels like I got an inside peek to like guys night, like bro night.
0: That's exactly what Like a what fly it was. on the wall. Just some mics. Yeah. So we're back. You can re- you can rebuttal anything. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about this surgery. Let's talk about what happened. Because obviously you're the one that went under the knife. So you, you have a perspective that none of us have because-
1: Yeah, that was fucking crazy, dude. (laughs) It's like I talked to hundreds of women that have had all kinds of different surgeries going into it and different surgeons and different nurses and people that have experienced it and people that have taken care of people that have, have experienced it. And just I thought I was so well informed and well prepared and literally nothing can compare to just actually going through it.
0: So what exactly did you have done? Let's let's get it out there so that we people know because people are asking yeah. me and I don't know the lingo and the verbiage. I'm like, her titty, she got new titties. But obviously that's there's more to that.
1: Yeah. So going into this, what I wanted was a lift. Right. And then remember at that first consult that you came to me with, he was like, you don't have a lot of breast tissue left. Like, I just think you're not going to be happy with just a lift and the results that you want are more volume in your boobs. And that's not going to be it. We're not going to be able to accomplish that without having an implant. And remember, I was like, I really don't want an implant. Like, I just have heard so many negative things about it. And I've never really talked to people that have had positive, I guess, an experience with it. And then I've also never talked to like any surgeons about it. So we talked in depth about it and I didn't know if I wanted to do it or not. I would just get the lift. And then the other thing he was saying was there's like, it's so weird on my body, but like my boob starts like at my back, like the line for my boob starts on my back and then comes all the way around. And I like hate that because I don't have side boob whatsoever. I just have like this line and it happened after, you know, breastfeeding multiple babies. So he was like, I was like, is there any way we can like get rid of that? And he was like, the only way to get rid of that is with lipo. And he was like, I highly recommend getting lipo under both your armpits to get rid of that because if you get the lift with implant and don't get that, you're still going to have that line and your boobs will not be defined.
0: Well, he said, you know, we can kind of bypass that a bit. You just have to go with a bigger implant.
1: Oh, yeah. That and that's too. what
0: Bethany didn't want. She was yeah. like, hey, I
1: I want something so natural. Natural.
0: Yeah. This is years in the making. Bethany has been like, look, my boobs just sag pulls on my back like when we're done having kids i would like to get a lift like this is something that even before we could ever even afford to have you know any work done
1: i didn't think i would ever be able to afford it it's just something
0: that you've always said like hey i wish i would like to get a lift i would like my boobs to sit where boobs are supposed to sit (laughs) so he was like you know you don't have to get the liposuction but cause just looks wise you're already paying to have it lifted we're going to put a nice natural implant in there it's just not going to mesh well. She yeah. Was like, we can go bigger. And but-
1: I was like, oh, <laughs> that's okay. I'm not getting lipo. <laughs> like, I My friend got lipo. She's been on the pod in a day. And it was the most gruesome, disgusting. Like, it was just, it was horrific. Like, she had drains. They were, like, leaking everywhere. I just was, I have such a bad taste in my mouth from lipo because of her. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not doing
0: that. But then they had this awesome like machine that scans your body and kind of gives you a a vision of what it would look like and he was like look this is what it looks like currently with the size you want like exactly how you want it this is how it would look if you lipoed that small part of your of your boob arm area and then this is how it would look if we went with a bigger implant and so looks wise we were like Bethany agreed yeah. we, well
1: not at the not at the first appointment I was like I at, right, when right, we right. left that one because we went straight to rocky point after that appointment after that appointment I well, was that, like that was just the initial concept I was though, yeah right. I was just like I think I'm still just gonna get a lift anyways and so then we had more appointments and he was trying to convince well he was. it's not like he was sitting there trying to convince me but he was like trying to educate me I guess on, essentially he
0: was like look you're gonna be in it like you are my work. So yeah. when people see you, that's a reflection of me. Yeah. So he was like, and listen, you're And he's like, like he just kept best. saying,
1: I highly recommend, right, right. like, this is my professional opinion. And then the other plastic surgeons that we, I consulted with said the exact same thing as him. So I was like, okay, he's correcto. <laughs> Sorry. Anthony's like, stop playing with your mic. And so anyway, it's okay. So the lipo thing, I didn't decide until like the last moment that I could decide the implant thing i decided at like the third appointment anyway so that's what i ended up getting done is a lift with an implant that fit my frame he was like what size do you want what cup size do you want to be and i'm like i don't know i don't even know what cup size i am now because i still wear all my same bras from when i was when i had huge boobs breastfeeding i don't have a cup size in mind i don't have i don't know anything about implant sizes anything like that i was like just put something on me that fits my frame and looks natural and so he had full like control for that and I think we oh, I have it written down but I looked, looked at it right before but it's 525 25 cc, CC yeah. yeah and to me that seems so big but I also don't know what that means at all <laughs> like I don't even know what that means but like I've seen other women like say oh yeah I have 340 or 420 or whatever and I'm like five. Oh my god but he said this was the best one for my frame and I'm so happy with it because even right now with it being so swollen like it already looks great so anyways the recovery was fucking brutal
0: let's go surgery because let's just start the day of surgery we actually so
1: we stayed in a hotel
0: it was it's about 45 minutes from our house yeah but she had to be there eight in the morning and i don't do traffic i I fucking hate driving in traffic it's just not something that i enjoy i no longer have to drive in traffic so i was like all right babe why don't we just put the kids to bed grandma's gonna stay in town for the week put the kids to bed, go stay at a hotel five minutes away so yeah. that way we don't have to wake up early as fuck. And also, I would like to stay nearby just in case, whatever, right? And so we, and then
1: also the day after surgery, did you already say that? We had to be back there at 9 no, a.m.?
0: Right, so during surgery I wanted to stay semi-close yeah. by and then also she had a follow-up appointment
1: 24 hours present. later.
0: Exactly, so we'd have to do it back-to-back. Yeah, so, so like
1: so many 45-minute drives and that's with without like horrible traffic.
0: Right. I mean, obviously, if you're from California, you're like, 45 minutes, huh? I'll do that any day. No, not us. Not but also, Arizona.
1: 45 minutes when you've just had a like insane surgery, I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't, I'm so glad we stayed in a hotel because that five, you could not beat that five-minute drive back.
0: So, so we, I drop you off. Surgery's at nine. You get there at eight. You're under the impression that you and I are going to hang out. For yeah, I hour. thought
1: he could come back with me.
0: And I was like, no, babe. They said, I'm going to drop you off. You're going to go on your way.
1: Okay, let me just say someone made a comment to me. They were like, "How do you not know what CCs you got? How do you not know what like what this or what that? They're like asking me all these in-depth questions. And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Like my surgeon wrote everything down in in a folder for us, but I don't know. And they're like, how could you not know what's going into your body? How could you not know? And I'm like, I have such bad medical anxiety. So even though this is was uh, this was elective, I had I had Anthony with me at every single appointment because I love him and I want his support and his approval and all of that, but also because I black out during doctor appointments and I do not remember anything that's said after. And so my biggest reason in bringing Anthony to every single appointment was because I knew he would listen and understand what was going on and then be able to relate to me afterwards when I had questions but I literally do like I I don't remember much of any details And oh oh my god when we were filling out the consent forms and I almost passed out and so then Anthony had to read them for me stuff like that like I can't handle it so I'm like so proud of myself for going through with this too
0: and that's why I said last week I was like I don't think we really knew because yeah even though Bethany this is her surgery like I was along for every step. I read every paper. Yeah. I knew I was going to be the one taking care of her, but also because like I wanted to know what was happening. So that's why I was like, neither one of us expected the after result of surgery. So I drop you off. Bam. I'm free to go. Got the hotel to myself. Get a little breakfast. What are you doing?
1: They took me straight back into a room, made me get undressed. The surgeon came in and drew all over my boobs with green marker and they just did my like vitals and all of that and i went straight back like it was actually pretty quick
0: so surgery has begun uh oh
1: i remember the anesthesiologist came in the room and he was like talking to me and i was like i didn't hear a word he said i was i just was like my biggest fear is waking up during surgery so please <laughs> sir <laughs> please don't let me wake up during surgery and he was like, this is not a surgery that has like a high risk for that. But what, w- what scared me is anytime I've done anesthesia before, it's like the tube down your throat anesthesia. And at this plastic surgeon office, they do IV anesthesia. And so I'm just thinking like my IVs, like sometimes when I have IVs, they break. I don't even know what the terminology is, but
0: the vein busts all of a sudden
1: the vein bust and then it's not working anymore and they have to replace the IV. And I'm like, what if that happens to me during the surgery? I was so scared. Anyways, but everything was good. I did not wake up. I remember waking up in a wheelchair in a tiny room and they're like, well, I wasn't even awake. I was like half awake. And then they were like, do you want to see your husband? And I was like, my husband? Yes. Yes. And then I like, look around and I'm like in this tiny room and in a wheelchair and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I've just all of a sudden I'm like, ow, 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 ow. Like it hurts so bad. I was like dying immediately. And I was like, I need meds. Like this hurts so bad. And they're like, sorry, if we give you more pain meds, you're gonna have to stay longer. And I'm like, Okay Like, (laughs) what's the problem? They're like, you're five minutes you're like your hotel's five minutes away and all your pain meds are waiting for you there. Like, let your husband take you. I was dying. And that whole five minute card, I think I was crying the whole time. Yeah. You you showed me that video. I don't even remember. But I in it I was saying like, Why the fuck did no. I do this? Yeah, it,
0: Immediately you're like, What did I do? Why did I let you guys do that to me? <laughs> it hurts. Like I walk in the room and that's what you're saying. I was like am All right, here we go. And then from there it was just a nightmare. <laughs> it was it was it was tough.
1: It was crazy. I don't remember a lot at all like i don't remember that whole day in the hotel i'm pretty sure that day i was more alert than the days following because i think we were watching shows in bed the night yeah
0: well you because you were you still had the meds in you from yeah. the surgery so you were like but i don't really i don't
1: like remember it though but i like remember that it wasn't that bad but then the next day and the day after i just was like a zombie
0: y- you got out of surgery i think i picked you up around one thirty. And you were—I mean, you were like, ow it, it hurts." Just kind of hanging for that first day. You're actually nice. Like you came out and you're like, "I'm so thankful." Like all these, just showering with compliments and just like being good. I was like, "Oh shit, it's gonna be cool." <laughs> and then that first night hit, and that—I don't know if if it was those meds wearing off, and it—it's it, when it started.
1: <laughs> well, sorry, I don't remember any of it. Mostly, I—I right. re- I have like little memories here and there, but also then don't know if they're like a dream or real. And then like, you'd be like, you were so mean to me last night. And I'd be like, I don't remember anything. Like, I'm sorry.
0: Well, here's the thing.
1: And then I, I was like mad. Cause I was like, you're going to be mad at me over something. I don't even remember.
0: <laughs> here's the thing. 10 years we've been together and I've always been like, you're, you've always like your, it's, it's your tone. And I'm like, well, I didn't say anything you mean. And you're like, well, it's the way you said it. Or it's like, what you said was mean, or you're mean. I was like, "All right." So I'm, I've been working, trying to fix my tone, and because I used to have some gnarly one liners, but yeah. they would hurt your feelings.
1: He so, always went for the jugular.
0: So you know, we're we're doing this, and I'm just like, constant, just name calling. I I was called idiot, dummy, stupid. But I if was that's- disgusting. <laughs> Um, was I trying to practice necrophilia I was just trying to give you your meds like all these different things I'm like hold on maybe you don't remember or you're not going to remember this six weeks this is going to pass but I'm like some of the shit you're saying to me I- I'm going to need like trauma therapy because of this I was just like but
1: if it's so <laughs> out of character like I don't talk like that in real life then why why why'd you take it to heart oh, so the, the first, or, or is that why it hurt worse the worst? first
0: two days I let that shit slide <laughs> and then it just kept happening. I was like, that's what I said. I was like, hold up. You asked for this yeah, shit.
1: You set your I'm boundaries taking, like a king. And
0: I'm here taking care of you and I'm over here get treated like shit. Like, come on now. Then I was like, I know there's no one else in the world that you would talk to like this. But I'm eating these words.
1: I don't even remember that conversation. Did I apologize?
0: I think like day four you finally apologized. because mm-hmm. finally You were like, what's wrong? And I was like, bro, you're a fucking jerk. Tell me what you need and then let me go and move on with my date
1: <laughs> I'm dead yeah you
0: did apologize you said sorry since then I will I will give an update since then you know once Bethany started getting back to normal it's been it's been gravy like
1: yeah because I don't act like that in real life what the fuck
0: right exactly It just once
1: I woke up from my coma yeah right. I was I was fucking out of it oh it's like the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life <laughs> Okay, guys, let's take a little break. This podcast is brought to you by Philo. There's nothing better than unwinding and watching a little TV, but not the hassle of finding what to watch or the cost of paying for your crazy cable bill. That's why we cut the cord. If you love TV, Philo is your solution. Philo is live and on-demand TV for just $25 dollars a month. You literally cannot beat that, you guys. Philo has VH1, BET, A&E, AMC plus more than 60 other channels like Comedy Central, Nickelodeon for the kiddos, Paramount and Discovery. You can go online and see their full list available. We absolutely the kids love obviously Nickelodeon, Anthony and I love watching BET, A&E. So it's great for the entire family. You never miss a minute of shows like Love and Hip Hop, Wild and Out. That's Anthony's absolute favorite. Live PD, RuPaul's Drag Race, The Walking Dead, SpongeBob SquarePants, Paw Patrol. My babies love Paw Patrol. Plus, classics like Martin and The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There's no contracts, no commitments, no hassles. Just a better way to watch TV. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year, so you can save all your favorite shows and you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams so we can all watch at the same time. Me, I can be watching one show. Anthony can be watching another show and Brooklyn can be watching another show. It's so easy to use, super easy to sign up. You can watch from your phone, laptop, tablet, or TV with Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV, Samsung, or Android TV. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money with less hassle and channel comfort. Sign up today at Philo.tv and use promo code Garcia to get 50% off your first month. That is absolutely amazing, you guys. Reminder, it's $25 a month. So go to philo.tv and use promo code Garcia to get 50% off. Let's jump back into the convo.
0: So you posted something, and I thought it was interesting. You, were, you It was a question someone asking you, like, do you regret it? And you were like, I don't know. Like, uh, like yeah. you, I can't answer that now.
1: It's like when you give birth, and it's like the worst pain you've ever felt in your life. And then within 72 hours, you're like, oh, I would do it again. Like, I could do that again. Or maybe it's four weeks later or three months later, but you completely forget about the pain of it. And then you're like, oh, yeah. And that's why people end up having so many fucking kids even though childbirth is like so hard and right. so like when i'm going through this it's like do you regret it and it's like i don't know ask me in six weeks like but now i am 10 days post-op today and i can honestly say i don't regret it and i'm so glad i did it and i'm proud of myself I,
0: I, but i think that is a valid question because i think up to day five i think you regretted it yeah every you,
1: single day i was like why would i why, why did i do this to myself
0: you said multiple times a day like did i make a mistake why did i do yeah, this yeah
1: and i cried every single day
0: but i think i think it's important to times. answer that question based on what stage you're in because i
1: yeah day five completely regretted it
0: and I just day 10 don't regret right. it but like even i think i looked at you at one point and i was like babe like if you ever do some shit like this again like I won't be around for six weeks. Like, I'm not putting myself through this again. Like, you better hire somebody to come take care of you. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough seeing you like that. It was tough being on the opposite end of some harsh words. Yeah. We're, we're pushing through. I'm so sorry. And I'm seeing the vision.
1: You're seeing the vision now. Yeah. The <laughs> first few days, he was like, I don't see the vision, babe. Sorry. And I was like, why? You think I'm ugly? <laughs> And then, but like, oh my God, the first time the surgeon pulled all the bandages off at my post-op appointment, I was like, what the fuck? I look like fucking Frankenstein. Like this is crazy. And even now, like every time I, like I literally have like a habit of like touching my chest, like when I have anxiety and I would usually like move around my loose skin and like that would bring me comfort. I have no idea. So I literally still reach for my chest and expect it to be like wrinkly and like extra skin. And so every time I touch my chest and it's not, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And it's like, I'm still getting used to it for sure. Wait, can I tell you what happened day two? And I literally checked my phone against the wall and then was like crying. Day two. And then, no, I think it was like day three actually because it was the day after we got home. But I, like I've said so many times that I, like what I believe when it comes to body image and like plastic surgery, but people still are giving me such a hard time for it that I believe that, you know, body image is a relationship that ebbs and flows like any relationship and it's such a personal private relationship to your body image and like every relationship that has ebbs and flows there's hard days and there's good days there's good days where i absolutely love my body there's hard days where i struggle and even on the good days like i still have insecurities i feel like everyone does i've never met a human being that has 100 positive body image days and no struggles whatsoever so anyways i believe in being kind to your body and i believe in bodily autonomy which is you know my body my choice right. so these are the kind of messages i was getting like two days after having surgery and i'm literally on drugs and like it just i just was bawling my eyes out after this message and then like threw my phone and didn't post for like two days someone's like i found you really relatable but this whole boob job thing has me doubting you how can you boast body positivity which that's like okay like i want to pause there cuz i don't think i boast body positivity at all i think i share my journey with my body image on the good and the bad days and i also think maybe they're thinking of my like 2018 2019 era where like i was so into the body positivity movement but my relationship with my body image then and being so intense about like If you lose weight, you're the devil. If you diet, you're the devil. Well, not even being able to have friendships with people that did things like that, like, I think then it helped me kind of like not binge do my binge eating disorder anymore. But it also ended up like really negatively affecting my mental health because I believed that I could not have any hard days with my body image. And that just was not sustainable for me. And so I'm just not that person that I was in those years anymore. Like everyone changes. And that was like four years ago, three years ago, where I've truly never been happier with my body image and mental health and my relationships and just life in general. I don't know why people can't be happy for me, but whatever. Okay. Anyways. So how can you boast potty positivity, but change yours and have the balls to say that you have back pain from your boobs, but then also say your boobs are empty and just flat skin. Like it's so much extra skin lady. It hangs down to my belly button. So I don't know what you want me to say. It's very confusing and frustrating. So she's frustrated, especially as a woman who actually has big breasts. So while you boast body love you and change yours, you, oh, this is really hard to read because you didn't like your nipples being closer to your belly button. It's Two all over the place, and you need to think about why you really did this and be honest. It's fine if you wanted to have a more image perfect body, you just need to admit why you really did this vein surgery. And then I blocked her, and then she went and found my Facebook, which my Facebook is so locked down, I don't know how she found it, and commented on a picture saying, How do you go from this to getting a boob job? Any other followers feel like they were duped and she just jumped on the body love train for the money?
0: All right. So I think I don't, I don't want to speak for you. And I don't, like, don't want to put words in your mouth, anything like that. But I think that you as an individual who you are, I mean, we've, we've discussed this before. You, a lot of the times the negativity gets to you more than the positivity. Like I always say, mm-hmm. you, you could get 10 messages. Nine be awesome, great. That one that just someone's just talking shit to you, that's the one that's going to affect you. So I think with this whole, once again, labels, right? You, in my opinion, were one of the leading champion voices for those everyday, normal-looking people. Moms, people that don't have money to go and get a mommy makeover after having babies like the celebrities or... Just whatever, like just everyday normal people. Most people don't have a, the time to go to the gym five, six days a week. They don't have the time to eat healthy meals three times a day. Seven, you know what I mean? Like it's just not realistic. So you were kind of one of those people that were like, look, I look how I look and I am who I am.
1: And that's that.
0: And that's yeah. it. And I love myself. And you should also love yourself. Even though you may not look like the latest, a list celebrity who had a, who just had a baby, right? So you, that was kind of your thing. What I took away, and correct me if I'm wrong, what you taught me through that is, no matter what, love yourself. Big, small, black, white, whatever, love yourself. And if you're doing things for yourself, I feel like that's what the message you were trying to convey was. Now, there's, oh, the healthy, unhealthy, there's like this big clash in the world and society of, Oh, you're wrong if you don't look like this, or if your BMI is. You know what I mean? There's all these extra factors that try to put you in a box and like, oh, well, she's. This is gonna. <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, but oh, Bethany's on the side of the unhealthy people, or Bethany's a- against people that go to the- no. Bethany was never any of that because you would also have people that were fit, worked out all the time, that were attacking you. Then remember, oh, you're oh, yeah. you're promoting obesity, and you're you know what I mean. That's and it's just like you. Like I always say, you're not going to please everyone. Now you have people that, how, what did she say? That I really have big boobs. Those people are coming at you. But it's like at the end of the day, I think all you were trying to say and the message you were trying to send was love yourself. The only and the no only what, message
1: I was ever trying to send was you're not alone. Like, and I went, as I was going through things, I was sharing them as honestly as I felt like I could. But also like it's, it feels like an attack on my morals. For people to be like, oh yeah, she just did the body, right? Like body shared about body image for money, and but it's that, like I didn't make money from sharing that stuff. Like, well, but
0: that's what I'm trying to say is from my perspective, because I've I've sat here and heard, I've been here since day one. Even back, like you said, four or five years ago, I heard the criticism from people then. I'm still hearing the criticism now. And I'm like, oh,
1: there's criticism. On but every What I'm side. saying
0: is from my point of view, nothing's changed. OK, maybe the number on the scale has dropped. Your boobs are a little like that's changed. But nothing's changed within you. You did this because I, you wanted to do it.
1: I, I kind of disagree, though, because I think I have changed who I, I think I've ch- I think everyone
0: changes and I no. think people
1: evolve and grow.
0: Right. 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 But what I'm saying is deep down at the core. You still love. You did this for you. Oh yeah, yeah, and that, that's that's what I'm trying percent. to say. Like back and then, it's calling
1: this a vein surgery too. When it's like a breast lift, like I can understand the lipo no, part. But not even but like, that.
0: I, I don't like. I don't even like saying anything is vain because if so, Nadege is vain because she got a whole body makeover. No, yeah, Nadege just did like, what Nadege wanted to do.
1: Describing her entire morals and who she is as a person just because of one surgery is kind of crazy now if, to
0: me. Now, if every day I was like, oh, I hate your boobs. I hate your boobs. And that's why you got the surgery. Yeah, that okay, might I, be vague. I, I find a problem with that. Yeah. But I I I even was like, babe, like, I I mean, you can get whatever you want, but I like your titties. Yeah. I like that if, if no matter how low I am on your body, I can I can get <sighs> easy access. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. Now I got to hold my neck up because they, they sit, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But not, and that's what I'm trying to hit at is, yes, yes, You've changed, right? But that core, those morals, who you are, those stayed the same. And they've stayed the same no matter what you've looked like when you looked in the mirror, no matter what a skill says, no matter what you eat, that's always stayed the same. But like I said, I think society and choosing sides and you look like this, so you gotta be with these no, none that's all just fluff. At the end of the day, you've never strayed from who you are, who that person was, the message you were trying to send.
1: Yeah. So that was a little bit frustrating for me just like being in so much pain and then opening my phone to see that. But also like I've talked about this before. I feel like my DMs are Russian roulette because it's like nine messages are going to be great and one's going to be real mean and you you don't know what's going to pop up. You it's like <laughs> click a message and you never know what you're going to get. And so that was just that happened to be the first one I clicked. So fuck you, Pamela. Anyways, so moving on from that. In my vein surgery. Oh, didn't you say that you have, like, so much respect for people that have gone through plastic (laughs) surgery now? Because, like, you used to think, like, oh, it's the easy way out from, like, getting in shape or whatever.
0: All right. Slow down there, Tiger. What I said was, you know, you always see, like, the hashtags, built, not bought type of deal. Things like that. Like, throwing shade at people who have gotten surgery done or work done. So, I was just saying, like, damn, after, like, experiencing it firsthand, because you had a very small area uh, done with lipo. Yeah. Or what's the word? Lipo Literally done? Literally
1: like a few inches under right. my armpit.
0: And so as I was like scrolling through your surgeon's Instagram and I was watching different videos, like people get that shit done all the way around.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what Nadege got, the 360 lipo. And so and you... I cannot fathom. You
0: always hear like, oh, that person took the easy way out. They, they didn't want to put mm-hmm. the word, whatever it is. And I was just like... And I, I, you know, low-key kind of had that same thing. Like... Oh, yeah, you could, you know, I remember you being like, you've made, we've joked different things and you're like, oh, I wish I had a bigger butt. And I'm like, well, you better start hitting them squats or whatever, you know, yeah just kind of joking. But I was like, shit, like, you know, everyone says like, oh, they took the easy way out. No, that shit is rough. Like,
1: dude, I had literally two, like three inches on each side done with lipo. And it was by far the most painful part of anything I got done. It still hurts now. My boobs don't hurt at all. And I can't even fathom getting it. All over my so, body and I would never get it again. So ever. now,
0: now, like, I, I have a lot more respect for people that have actually gone through, you know, having yeah. plaque surgery done because, yeah, that shit is no joke. But, but let's just say, you know, for me, hey.
1: You'd rather go to the gym.
0: I'd rather go to the gym. Yeah. I'd rather, whatever. Honestly,
1: so, probably though, because you don't want to go through that. Oh, for it's sure. It's so fucking hard. For sure. Yeah. So he said he had a newfound respect for people that go through that.
0: Right, because I saw you with a minor, you know, minor. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the operation wasn't minor, but the the areas that got yeah, it were and, minor. Dude,
1: all the mean people that are, like, so upset that I got something done are acting like I got a tummy tuck and a BBL and a chin lift and fucking implants and everything combined. And I'm like, guys, please, like, I did it for me. I'm sorry. It's, it's actually crazy because, like, people are like, my body, my choice, blah, blah, blah even like the, like liberals are like that for like abortion rights. And then Republicans are like that for mask stuff. It's like all my body, my choice. So many people are so mad. I'm like, damn, it's my body. Like you would think that this is your body that you're so frustrated over it. Like I, it's so scary to me the amount of people that like take issue with what someone else does with their body. Anyways, moving on, you've had a rough few weeks Also, my grandma ended up staying like a week longer than she was supposed to because I was so fucking out of it. But you've really been through a lot. So I'm going to let you get your shots off now because there's this. You're going to
0: let me get my shots off? Yeah,
1: and then I'm going to rebuttal. But there's this TikTok trend going around right now. Have you seen it? And it's couples and they have a list of icks about each other and they read the icks to each other. And it's so funny. Well, some of them are kind of sad because they end up like fighting but they're normally funny and if you don't know what an ick is it's like a turn off something that turns you off by your partner so so,
0: that's why I was a little confused when you asked me to write yours down write my ick because you're like a turn off and I'm like there's really nothing that would turn me off like okay you want me to go first then it's go time but then you were like no No, not not, not necessarily yeah not sexually when you say like turn off I'm thinking sexually like shit the bed let's clean it up get right to it I don't know (laughs)
1: So these are just like every day in life general, like pet peeves it, or like turn offs. But I
0: got my shots off last week. So I'm, I'm I didn't clearing, even listen right, to most that's of fine. it.
1: Anyways. OK, so here's my first one. Ready?
0: I know you didn't listen because you or your lady who does the work to you didn't say anything to me. So, yeah, I always got a lot of shit to say. But anyways, it's, proceeding I know it was egg. about
1: the brow lamination. Right. I listened to 30 minutes of it. I, don't, I just didn't finish. OK, when you stick your finger in your belly button and then sniff it every time. That gives me the ick.
0: That's the that's the daily clean test.
1: Yeah, and it's so gross. You and then you want everyone else to sniff no, it if that it smells bad. That's not true.
0: That because I did that one time in our <laughs> ten year relationship. <laughs> the one
1: time gave me the ick. But every day you stick your finger in your belly button and then sniff it. All right. It.
0: Well, I I got an ick for you. Okay. Cause it, it correlates right to that. Like, what gives me the ick is when you don't shower for one, two, three days, but you have the nerve to fucking change your underwear. <laughs>
1: that's normal
0: no it's not get in the fucking shower
1: it's because when you have extensions it's like the worst thing ever to have to wash your hair
0: it's laziness and stankiness i do body showers like but i
1: don't have extensions anymore so i've been no, showering i'm every talking fucking about day. literally
0: jumping in the water
1: okay my next one when you push farts out loudly on purpose like everyone farts but you put so much effort into pushing them out like it's it's like you go out of your way to try to push something out that's not even there. And I'm shocked you're not shitting yourself constantly because of how much you do this.
0: You know what's funny about this? I give no effort. <laughs> no effort. I posi- Babe, I, I move be, my leg. I, I'll no, be no, no, pedaling no.
1: with you and I'll feel your stomach start tensing up and then just like for like a good minute, you're like pushing, pushing, and then it finally comes that's, out.
0: That is not I'm, true. It's like
1: you're giving birth. No,
0: that is not true. All I have to do is move my leg so that way my cheek sits in a certain direction and it just flows. <laughs> I can, I make myself burp because my, I have gas, re- I have like oh, bad acid reflex and list. I like when I make myself burp, it okay. offers relief, Your but turn. I can just fart. That's Your just turn. natural. What the fuck? Your turn. I got to go with an old faithful here. The but fact she doesn't that flush the toilet. you don't flush the toilet. And we've, when we started this podcast, we were living in a different home. Then we moved to a different home the bathroom situation has gotten better. So like your excuses early on were like, oh, I don't want to flush the toilet because I don't want to wake up the baby. You you can go to the bathroom now and I wouldn't even know you're in the bathroom. Like it's that far away from our bedroom now mm-hmm. or from our bed.
1: I'm trying to save water because I care about the environment.
0: So like your even excuse, we have an your old toilet. excuses and then your new excuses just don't make any sense. So at this point, it's just pure laziness. And all right. All right. That's what we'll chalk it up to.
1: All right. I accept. My next one, your breath smells so bad eighty percent of the time even after brushing them. And then you even went to the dentist to fix to get it fixed and they said that there was nothing wrong. And I'm like, that blind that dentist is blind or I don't know what is going on because they there's something wrong with your
0: ear mouth. I eat ass.
1: <laughs> well, how come it's well you've been eating ass these past ten days?
0: I mean, when you're a habitual ass eater, the stench kinda just stays. Oh
1: my god. Okay, your turn. Please. Oh my god. You don't it's, have any it's more. My, huh? It's
0: probably my diet. I mean i <laughs> that's I have a horrible diet.
1: I think you have a rotten tooth.
0: I don't have a rotten tooth. I've I've been to the dentist.
1: Yeah, I know. We should go to we should get a second opinion.
0: I'm I don't give a fuck. I, okay. I, I tried to go and get the issue resolved and they did a little teeth clean. They checked my teeth and they were like, Oh no, you're good, bro. So I don't know what more I can do.
1: A root canal.
0: Eyebrows. When you get your eyebrows done, like I said last week, when you stick your finger in the socket, I just can't help but look at you and laugh. Okay. I don't, I don't get it. Fair. A lot of people don't get it. I, it made me feel very like validated that a lot of people in my DMs are like, yeah, we don't get it either. My body, my choice. Right. My, my And eyes, I don't my get jokes. why
1: people fucking wax their eyebrows and make them look all thin and their face proportions look all off. But I don't say anything about that, do I? I just do my own thing. And don't judge other people. Okay.
0: You're my wife though, so I'm judging the shit out of you.
1: <laughs> when you yell at the kids, right? that gives me the ick. Because I can yell at them, but your voice is deeper and sounds scarier. So I don't think you should be allowed to yell ever at all.
0: That gives you the ick? Yeah. I, th- I, I think you're just jealous. Because <laughs> if I raise my voice 0.5 decibels, they know like, all right, get shit done.
1: Yeah, they do listen it to you. And either. they don't
0: listen to you. Whether you yell or you say it nicely. A lot of times, I just got to say, it, like, hey, clean your room. I'm not going to ask again. And they know. But then when I come and the room's not clean, and I'm like, all right, this is the second or third time I raise my voice. They know, like, hey, I'm about to lose my phone. But there's a
1: difference between raising your voice and yelling. You, you do it, like, once every six months. But when you do it, it gives me the ick. So, all right, your turn.
0: Last one. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to save you from hurting your feelings. You're going to you save
1: me from hurting my gonna own feelings? I'm going to save your feelings
0: from being hurt okay. because, you know, last one, when you wear shoes with no socks, it's disgusting as fuck. It gives me the ick because I know what your feet do. I know how they sweat. I, I how they smell. don't
1: sweat or smell on my feet area at all. And so that's a lie. And I don't like socks. They're so restricting. And the biggest fucking nightmare of my life was having to wear compression socks for seven days and seven nights 24 hours a day after this surgery that was the worst thing ever wearing socks to bed hell no okay i have a bonus one
0: okay let's let's go
1: okay when you sit up in the middle of the night and you burp
0: right my stomach hurts
1: but it's every night you burp and you've been doing it for 10 years
0: i've been doing it since i was a kid yeah I my stomach hurts. I get up. I burp. Shit. And then you lay back relief. down. I don't even wake up now. I just do it like in my sleep.
1: But you sit up in
0: your sleep and do it. Well, how, do how do you think I'm gonna get the? Why don't strength? you burp
1: from laying down? And it's like it's so disruptive. Like when you have to sit up, and it's like okay, just wake me up. I
0: I think that's so funny that you think that's so disruptive when you get up to pee every two to four hours, and. That's just you, the
1: past few weeks. No. And, or when I'm pregnant.
0: Or or when I'm asleep. And when I'm when pregnant, it's your fault. Or when I'm asleep and it's two in the morning and you can't sleep. So you are on your phone and you have TikTok at full blast. That's
1: never or, happened. That's never happened. I'm so respectful or, when you're sleeping.
0: Or when you can't sleep and it's pitch black in the room, but you have your brightness on 10. So then that's true. That, y- you know what I'm saying? But I, my little... Th- Three second burp is is disruptive to you.
1: <laughs> okay, what a fun game that was. <laughs> Anyways, oh my gosh. Well, actually, this episode comes out on Black Friday, so happy Thanksgiving mm, to everyone. Not. What
0: or if what if they don't celebrate Thanksgiving?
1: Well, happy Thanksgiving to the people that are gathering with their family. You know, I don't really celebrate quote unquote Thanksgiving, but we get together with our family, we eat a nice meal. And to me, it's all about family. And so, however you're spending your Thursday and Friday, I hope you have the best day.
0: And and remember, Christopher Columbus did not sit down with the indigenous people and share meals. That's a fucking lie. Christopher Columbus was a fucking
1: colonizer. By by the way, Brooklyn said all of this to her teacher in kindergarten when they were talking about Christopher Columbus. That was a great conversation to have after school. I hope
0: you guys have a great... If you celebrate holiday weekend, if you don't, an extended weekend. And uh hopefully your recovery continues to go well. Yeah. I am ten days. So you're I'm, ten I'm a virgin days close to ten days. And that's actually. Oh yeah, you know, ten it's days without sex. Good. How are you doing? I mean I'm fucking making I, honestly I'm so busy and so tired that
1: you haven't been thinking about like, it?
0: Usually when we lay in the bed, I'm like, all right, baby, you're trying to get it. But like I just lay down, go to sleep.
1: I'm dead. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch a new episode of the Garcia Diaries unfiltered every Friday.
0: Make sure to follow so you don't miss any of the action and don't forget to leave a rating and review.
1: You can follow us on social at the Garcia Diaries, at Sir Garcia Diaries and our podcast page at the Garcia Diaries pod. Talk to you next week. Peace.